Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. We come to you live on a Wednesday evening recording for us. I guess it's, well, I suppose it's still evening. Sam, where are you going to eat? It's called The Hut. Pizza Hut? No, it's uh, a restaurant by campus called The Hut. Oh, never taken me there. Uh, hasn't really been a popular spot until the past couple of years and you haven't been out here in a couple of years so it makes sense yeah, it does okay drew what you might as well start then we got to get going yeah it sounds like he doesn't have much to say about what? the hut no it's it's a place. Place. You got a solid patio some tvs nice by school yeah i'm surprised i never heard of it yeah, I think they might have been doing renovations. I, honestly, freshman year, I had never even heard of it. I think they were doing renovations, and then it opened up, and then COVID hit, so they weren't open. And But the past two years, it's been popular. We'll take you when you come. Oh, my God. People are freaking out because Edward Colonia got claimed off of waivers by the Rangers. Any pitcher that gets claimed off the Twins roster is just doing us a favor, but I guess we'll talk about that later. That was the guy that... We brought up, and he threw one inning and let up, like, nine runs or whatever. Oh, God. I Are you talking about that. Alex Colomay? No, it's a Edwin. different guy. Edwin, I think his name is. Oh, well. I think it's Edouard. Edouard. Same thing. Yeah. Not he really. was, do you not remember? He was, like, that big kind of yeah. chunky guy, and he gave up, like, or maybe it was three runs in the third. All I know is his ERA was 81. Oh, good. So. Hate to see him go. Um, I don't know why people. Uh, although I will say, I'm surprised letting, we didn't keep him. Yeah, letting people go is normally good for their career, so I'm sure he'll have a very successful few yeah. years with the well, Rangers. We're firing a bunch of coaches, not the right one, but we're firing a bunch of coaches, so that'll be the trick. Oh, can't hurt. That's for sure. Should we start? Does it, I would. It? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll be quiet so you can start. Yeah, thanks. Anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in whenever you listen. We're recording this on a Wednesday evening, as I said. Sam's got plans, so we're going to dive right into it. Uh, if you want to tell people how to listen in and find out how Sam's plans went next week, here's what you're going to tell them to do. You're going to send them to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. From there, links to all of your favorite streaming services. You have Spotify, you have Apple Podcasts, you have Google Podcasts, and you have so many more. You can also go to any of those sites, app services, etc. Search us directly, Apples to Apples. And then once you're there, favorite, like, subscribe, follow, do whatever you do on each of those. That way we end up on your device, ready to listen every week. And you don't need to care about when we record. We're just there, ready to go when I get around to editing this. You can also catch us on the Pod MN app for those of you based in the greater Minnesota Twin Cities area. Uh, that's us and a ton of other great Minnesota-based content, but not just sports. They have lifestyle, they have news, they have everything in between. So check them out as well. And who you have to check out, and I mentioned last, but certainly not least, we are a proud member of the WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio family. We come to you live, kicking off Saturday morning for you every Saturday, 8 a.m., 7 a.m., it's 8 a.m. here. My apologies. 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific, if Sam happens to be awake, perhaps, from the night before. And speaking of the night before, we can round out your Saturday night as well because we are on 1 a.m. live on 94.1 FM in the Twin Cities area, closing out your Saturday evening. But we are just a small 
piece of the puzzle. We don't mean a lot to WFNU. In fact, I think they're just doing us a favor by putting us on the air. What we're really here for is Connor's Corner, which follows us. They are at 8 a.m. Central on Saturday mornings. Dad, what's going on with Connor? Uh, it was a live show, new show. Uh, talk some Vikings, Gophers, uh, you know, the old stuff. Did uh, uh, Connor, uh, his song list was songs, uh, how do I put this? Songs to make you believe. So, like, I'm a believer. He had on there twice by the Monkees and Smash Mouth because, you know, there's two two versions. So, quite an appropriate sing-along. We are live again next Monday, so, um, I think. So, uh, yeah, that's a good show. And Connor still is going to support the Vikings, but I guess I'm going to have to find out if you two are going to do the same in a little bit. So that's Connor's Corner. They're on Saturday after us. They're live Monday morning, as my dad mentioned, and they're always available on uh, the Live 365 app where you can search WFNU and all their great content. You can also just stream everything live from WFNU.org. And with that, I suppose we should jump into the show. We're at a weird part of the year where football's kind of still early in the season. Um, and Is hockey, it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got an extra game this year. We're not even a quarter of the way oh, through the God. season yet. One more we can lose. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, that's fair. We're not a quarter of the way through the football season yet. Basketball and hockey, yeah, the preseason's starting, but if you want to talk about preseasons that don't matter, it's it's those ones. At least spring training with baseball's fun. It's down in warm weather. Uh, and NFL preseason, we're just star for football, so we're like, that's great. No one cares about these preseasons. And True. then there's playoff baseball going on, which, you know, whether Twins fans tune out because we haven't made it or because we know we're going to lose, it doesn't really matter. But it's a weird time for for uh, Minnesota sports fans. The Vikings, even in the years they're not that bad, are, are slow starters. So um, I don't really know where I'm going with us. I feel bad for other the than. That's so funny you said that. I was going to say, I don't know where to go with this other than I'm happy that the Yankees lost. Well, I feel I bad the game for him. just to see him lose. Yeah, I feel really bad for him because because the Twins are so bad, now they yeah. can't win in the playoffs. It's almost not fair to the Yankees. I I, I tweeted that yesterday. You I, did? I, yeah, I very something very similar. I said I think my exact words were something around the lines of like one day they'll thank us or one they maybe they don't know what they what we mean to them. <laughs> yeah, and, I know. I know. The I did see this. The, in the last 20 years, 2-0. That is Almost as long as Sam's been alive. That is longer than the youngest member of the Apples to Apples family has been alive, although I'm not sure he's ever, ever listened to a single episode of the sports. Not his exactly his thing, but in the last 20 years, which includes a World Series, by the way. The New York Yankees against the Minnesota Twins in the playoffs are 16-2. and two against every other team that exists in Major League Baseball, they are 43 and 58. They have a losing record. The Yankees that everybody seems to love and idolize have a losing record in the playoffs over the last 20 years by a substantial margin, but have a winning record overall because they've beaten up on us for 20 years and are 16 and 2 in the last 20 years against us. I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> no, I know. I'm actually I figured you were going to say like, "Oh, I thought it was worse." Well, we know the Twins have lost the last 19 playoff games, so that is, 
I guess yeah. I never remember. Well, I guess last year we played Houston, didn't we? So one year we played, I think, at the time Anaheim, now Los Angeles. Oh, and okay. Oakland was mixed in there too. Jesus. Uh, well, I saw it's that too, and it's funny because after 2001, the Yankees have only won one championship, and all the Yankees fans they always say, "Oh, I'm fine with my 27 championships won." Like they probably in the last 20 years, it's not like they've been good. They've only been good against the Twins in the playoffs. They were good one year. Right. That's about it. In the last uh, 20, yeah. They they were very good to close out the 20th century. Yeah, the end of the 90s, they were unreal. But yeah. the last no, but 20 years. The se- well, as soon been. as the millennium turned, it's they've been good, but only great when playing the Twins. Well, and I think the Yankees need to help the Twins get better, so they got a shot. By the way, the thing, the other amazing part is that we always end up playing them. It's yeah, like you couldn't randomly play somebody else. Yeah. Well, well and their is, third base coach may be worse than the Twins' third yeah. base coach. They, I did see a did stat. Did they fire that they, him yet? No, they, they're probably they they had more. I honestly would have thought this stat belonged to the Twins. They had the most guys thrown out at home in all the major leagues. Yeah, they. I. You know, it's weird. I don't watch any baseball whatsoever. I happened to flip it on right when that happened. And then now I think the announcer said they've had issues of this year. Or no, well, you know what it was? I was listening to the radio, but I was watching the game. And it, and the people and Gallo was up next, and Gallo's hitting more like 120 since being traded. Like it, it didn't even matter. He, no. <laughs> that Gallo struck anyways. Did you see the um, the the home the non home run call by the Yankees radio guy or t- TV? Yeah, guy. it hit the. It ended up hitting the fence. I just, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Well, how about the one? What? Because uh, it was the only inning I saw. The uh, guy did hit. Someone did hit a home run that inning. It's like a fly ball at any high school field. What? Uh, did you, who hit the home run that inning? Oh, the guy Rizzo. Did you see that home oh. run he hit? Uh, I saw it. I don't remember it was being like that. a lazy fly ball that like. Oh, was that the one that hooked around the pole? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't Rizzo, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was Schwarber. Was it Rizzo or Stan? It was Schwarber. It was the other ex Cub. A Schwarber, okay. Well, Sands in the ninth inning was very short too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I I think I don't remember which was which. I get them ex Cubs. If I saw them, I would get them confused. But no, I don't. I I mean, I have have an interest too. Yeah, go ahead, ask. If you had a star pitcher like Garrett Cole, well, that's a bad example. But if you had a star pitcher like Max Scherzer in one of these one game playoff series. How many innings and pitches would you let him go? Would you only let him go 50 pitches to save him for the the full series that's coming up, hoping you win? Or would you let him go the entire nine to make sure you win? Well, my answer is if they pitched like Garrett Cole pitched yesterday, I yank him oh, exactly yeah. when he was booing God, him. how much money do they game, owe him? Oh, he's the, I think his contract's like what? Isn't it like over $500 million when it's all said? I, I think they owe him like $200 more million. Oh, more, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, um, I don't know how much more they owe him, but I could have sworn no three hundred plus. I think. Jesus, good luck on that, because he's done. Because I think it was originally, I think it was ten. They added a year at some point to make it like ten years, three hundred fifty million or something. So, and it's going to be hard enough because he sucks. But then with everyone, his own fans booing him. Right. Well, and they he had the, the semi cheating scandal kind of mixed in there too. Well, he also did say that he likes to pitch in the. He wanted a pitch in game one because it, he has like a killer instinct in him. Yeah, and that he lasted real long. To but, answer your question, Short Sam, I let those guys go as long as you can physically let them go because 
it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to save them for the next game if you don't win that one. I'm not and, sure there's even a dominant pitcher anymore. Well, that's that's maybe a fair point. That's maybe a fair point. Like remember some of those playoffs years past, Yankees or or Boston or some of those really good teams had a guy that you just knew you weren't going to be able to touch. I, is there even a guy like that anymore? Well, I don't. I mean, Scherzer's had like a one five ERA and in seven. I suppose maybe him this this year, but he's had. His he's already given up one run in the first inning, so. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's as much about the pitchers maybe not being as dominant as it is about hitters being better. You yeah, know? that's I know true. It sounds stupid to say, but you know these guys aren't worse. It's just the hitting's uh, better. That's true. That is true. Because it's not like the hitting was that much worse this year after they fixed the ball and everything. It was actually so good the pitchers had to cheat on the other side of things. Right. Including Mr. Cole, but that's neither here nor there. I don't well, know. I actually sat down and watched it, and I was quite. Oh yeah, I watched it too. That was quite. I, that was awesome. a very fun. Like, if you're a Red Sox Yankees fan, like that's what you want to go to. Probably the biggest rivalry in baseball, and that game, one game to, one game playoff series, like that environment must have been insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I I said this last night too. I think I tweeted, or maybe I just said it to somebody. It's. The one-game playoff thing is the best and maybe the only good idea that Major League Baseball has ever had. It's such a good idea. It's so much fun. It gets an extra team involved at the end of the season. It it was it's the one maybe the one thing ever that baseball has done right. Yeah, no, it's I mean it's the one thing my fear is now that the playoffs are starting is we'll never be able to figure out exactly when they're going to be on. Yeah, well, I, I thought the I, Olympics. No, that's true. The Olympics too. Um, I, I mean, do you want to start with the golfers? Well, do you want to do predictions about the World Series? Okay, sure. I mean, I, how does I don't it, really I, want like who? I don't even know who to cheer for. I don't even care. It's like I, explain to me how the Dodgers aren't automatically. The Dodgers are in the wild card game. I know that. I it just doesn't even make any sense. That's tonight, right? That's as we speak. Well, wait. Can I? One nothing Cardinals. And that's a crazy game. The Cardinals have what won sixteen straight, and the Dodgers have won eleven straight at home. Like that's a. How would you like to be very hot team? How'd you like to be the Dodgers? Spent like five hundred million dollars this year, and you might be out to the Cardinals tonight. Well, well, the Padres spent more. I I was just about to say how about San Diego? Well, they got. They didn't even. Finish 500 and had to fire I their wonder coach. If, I wonder if their owner gave their co- – oh, clearly their owner didn't give their coach who had a bad year well, on A+. A+. To be fair, their owner spent a lot more money than ours did. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> and true. And got nothing ours, out of it. Because ours won't. Worst, yeah. worst, man, worst owner in sports. No question about it. Yeah. I, uh, they spent a lot more money than we did to get absolutely nothing out of it. So, I mean, we said on this show, to be fair, God knows whatever time it was, like when San Diego was – kept signing guys, signing guys. We were like, how do they keep signing these guys? Why are they trading for guys? They signed, they got everybody. Same with the Dodgers. Like, why are they letting them do this? And then the Padres are sub 500 and the Dodgers are in the wild card game. The Dodgers have have a terrible manager. Uh, He's, he's clearly. So did San Diego, apparently. Yeah, but the Dodgers just, it's, it's pretty crazy. Dodgers, remember too. Their biggest signees isn't even playing. Trevor Bauer. Wow. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to get into his personality. I'm just saying pitching-wise, he was the top pitcher. No, but San Diego went and got Darvish. They got Blake Snell. They signed, you know, they have Machado. They have Tatis. I mean, they signed signed, um, Hosmer this year. No, he's been on there for a couple years. I think they traded for him. Yeah, I, I don't know. But either way, like, and then they just sucked, for lack of a better word. And I, it's Los Angeles wasn't much better. Let's uh, briefly talk college football, not just the Gophers, and then we got to get into. I have a <coughs> ahead, question for you. So yeah. I was my, uh, I'm the only one in my house who knows how to turn on a sports game. So I was turning on the baseball game for him, casting it to the living room. And so I was, when I was scrolling through my uh, my channel list. Well, you have 10 guys that live in your house, and you're the only one that knows how to turn a TV on? Nine, but yes. Not oh, turn nine, on. Nine to besides get you. the sports game to the, I don't know. Okay, and That's not ahead. the point of the story. All the right. point of the story is I'm scrolling through the TV guide, and the PJ Flex show is on. Don't, shouldn't you be good at football to have, to have your own show? A national show? Fox 9 Plus. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, it, yeah. That's, that's a thing here. I, uh, look, I mean, I I don't need, I can't even explain. Well, let's talk Gophers, but I want to talk some general. So of course they do the unthinkable and they go to Purdue who they can never beat at Purdue and somehow figure out a way to win. Now, in fairness, there was a monsoon and probably, uh, helped the Gophers more than Purdue since we don't really normally throw, but all of a sudden we started throwing like, it's almost like they admitted they were wrong. And what what's going to happen next week? They'll come back and start just running again. Bizarre. I yeah, I can't even explain the Gophers. Well, is Potts still in the hospital? Uh, I I think he is. They won't say what it is. It's weird. I I every you know what? It's I guess that's my point. Everything with the Gophers is weird. They're just weird. I, I nothing makes sense. Have you ever seen a team have more injuries? Maybe the Vikings. We'll get to them. But, yeah, it's really weird. The whole thing is weird. But college football in general, uh, Alabama is, I mean, basically they should just turn pro, the entire team. Is there, like, who's the next best team? For what? Oh, after Alabama? Are, are there four? Either Okay, probably Georgia. Are, let's just keep those two to the top. Can you come up with four teams that would deserve to be in a playoff? Well, right now, Iowa deserves to be in the playoff. Yeah, no, I agree. They're not. Are they going to beat either of those two teams? No. Well, they still got to play Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. Yeah, so, I mean, if they I mean, if, if they win two of those games, they'll still probably make the playoff. But, if, I mean, if they beat Penn, but Penn State, I don't think they're good at all. Cincinnati, who knows? They well, they're not going to trade by against Notre Dame, who's ter- terrible. I actually watched that game because I despise Notre Dame so much. I have to say, I know they're not going to really play anyone tough. If you watch Cincinnati, they actually look really good. Oh, I'm, they're a solid team, but again, one quarter, they let Notre Dame come back into it. And if yeah. Alabama, you have to play a perfect game to beat. Well, they're not, and they might not even be in the top five or top four to get a chance. I guess my point is college football is kind of, I don't know if it's parody. I don't know if it, uh, what the deal is, but uh, I mean, Georgia's not going to beat Alabama. They never do. No, I mean, Alabama's 
clearly far and away the best team. And what we've seen is in college football, the only way to really beat Alabama, Alabama is if you have one of the best quarterbacks ever to play in college football. That's what we've seen, the only teams who can beat them. So. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's weird. I don't know. College football's. I don't know. Not that exciting. Drew, thoughts? Um, yeah, it's not that exciting if you only care about the that like the road to the national championship, if you will. But I think like the fact that there is so much parity does make each week a bit more exciting. But I agree. When it comes down to the playoff, it's gonna be a bit underwhelming i mean unless somebody totally totally surprises obviously but i think those kind of like you know non-playoff bowl games are going to be really interesting i think it's great to have a team like cincinnati that's good i think it's good to have georgia back in the mix but yeah in general i agree with you long term for the rest of the season it's like i i mean it feels like we have this conversation every year about alabama but for some reason like this year especially because none of these other teams can fully separate themselves but yeah um it makes week in and week out, I think, pretty exciting. You never know who's going to win or lose or, you know, show up. So I've got I, – I, I don't know how I can broker this deal, but I, I've got a – you there, Drew? Yeah, why? Oh, I thought you left me. No, I was, um, I was typing to look something I, up. Hear but. me out. I've got, a, I've got a, something that would be good for the Vikings – and for this individual, I think the Vi- the new Viking coach, and there's no question, if we lose this week, uh, my sources have told me that Zimmer's gone. If we win this week, he's gone at the end of the year. So he's gone either way. This won't, won't happen, but can I tell you the next coach of the, who the next coach of the Vikings should be? Do you want, guys want to guess? Mike Tomlin. Are you serious right now, Sam? You said the- it last week. I did? You yeah. said you hope the Steelers lose, so Mike Tomlin's our next head coach. That's correct. You oh. said exactly that last week. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. So you're at least consistent, I guess. It's but. time for him to leave, and it, and time for him to. I didn't even realize we were on last week. I forgot. Yeah, we need Mike Tomlin, and it's time for him to go now. The fact that Rogers wants to go play there, I'm sure he'll stay. <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you? Uh, Vikings. I mean, honest to God. So, Cousins. As soon as there's some pressure, as soon as it's a good team, right back. I don't, yeah. I, I mean, he didn't Cousins. play well, to be fair. And he, has, he didn't. But he, but he, he was pressured on 50% of dropbacks, and that's including still having one of the top 10 fastest time to throws. So he was trying to get the ball out quickly, and he was still pressured. Completely outcoached. I mean, obviously, Stefanski knew exactly how to get to Cousins, but... We don't we don't blitz. We don't put pressure on their awful quarterback. That guy, if you're a Browns fan, good luck with him because he's terrible. Well, that's the, yeah. yeah. The problem with this team is they never put both sides of the ball together. Like the defense has actually played well the past couple. I mean, they've actually been playing pretty well the past couple of weeks. Uh, and even in Arizona, they didn't shut down a really good offense, but they limited, they made stops they needed to. The defense is actually, after the first couple of weeks, rebounded very well. But now, of course, Kirk's going to go on like a five-game run where he plays terrible. Yep. No and question. our offensive line will forget how to block. But it's also, if your offensive line's having a bad game, you kind of got to, you kind of got to rely on your offensive play caller to make some plays that can combat all this blitzing so they stop blitzing. And we've consistently... Over and over, 
our offensive coordinator never makes in-game adjustments that can win us a game. Drew touches on always that maybe it's Zimmer's fault holding him back. I, who knows? But offensive coordinators never make in-game adjustments. So then the defense, if they're doing what they do in the first quarter, they'll do the same thing in the fourth quarter and it'll work because we'll never make adjustments. It's true. I um, I This is one of those weeks where it's like it was so bad you want to like gut reaction like fire the coach, cut the quarterback, do this, do that. But I think it was just like they, the team just kind of sucked this week. You know, like I, I don't like we can we I don't think Zimmer is a great coach. I don't think there's that many great coaches in the NFL in general. I think there's a few great quarterbacks that make coaches look really good, as you may have seen. Well, the Brady Pit, uh, Patriots thing was interesting more, I think, because of the weather and just playing in Foxborough is tough in general and whatever. But I think there's great quarterbacks that make coaches look good. But, like, at the end, and I don't think Zimmer's one of them, and Kirk isn't a, co- a quarterback that's going to make a coach look great either, and vice versa. But I think this is one of those games at the end of the day, it was like the defense played pretty well, actually. Yeah, they got ran over a little bit, but Pierce had to leave halfway through the game. They're still missing Barr. And so we know it's, you know, they're missing some key pieces. Offensively, the line sucked. I mean, like, historically bad. We were rolling guys out there last year who didn't give up as many pressures as we did this year, or did this week. The receivers were never open. Kirk didn't have a lot of time. Every guy he threw to was covered, with the exception of a few times. Uh, Cook has to leave halfway through the game, but even when he was playing, he couldn't find a hole and couldn't get anything. Like, it just was one of those weeks. I was like, you know what? And even, honestly... The Browns kind of sucked, too. Like, it was just the teams did not play very well or game-planned perfectly for each other. I don't know what it is. And, yeah, we want a gut reaction, do this and that. But, like, and maybe, like, yeah, we maybe should leave Zimmer on the wayside and we know what Kirk's going to be, and that's that's that. But, like, we just kind of sucked from top to bottom this week. It's I don't think it's anything more than that. Like, guys didn't play very well. I don't know. Just my well, personal take. Yes, we did completely suck, but we don't really have room to suck when we start one and two and lose. That's the problem. Two yeah. two games. To I totally agree. Totally agree. I totally agree. It, it's a problem. No, I, I absolutely agree. The problem is is not the fact that like, well, you know, we just didn't show up and play very well this week. The problem is like, this is a home game. You kind of wanted to win and kind of needed to win and had the chance to. They only you only let up fourteen points to a a, a what is a pretty solid Browns team. Well. Overall. If they had a better quarterback, we would have let up 60 points. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, you could say if we had a better line, we may have scored 60 points. I mean, it's a lot of what ifs. Right. You know, but the, that's like been the especially this season. And that's, I think, one of the more frustrating things about the Vikings this season. It feels like there's more what ifs than normal. What if Dalvin doesn't fumble? What if Joseph can make a chip shot? What if Eric Kendricks doesn't get called for a tiki tack, not an actual holding penalty? on fourth down and give them another set of downs, which we actually almost stopped them on. Like, a lot of what-ifs this season, and, like, one place this season. I don't know. Years past, it's like, when we would lose, we would lose. This year specifically just seems like the margin for error is, like, razor thin for whatever reason, partially because we played a tough schedule. I mean, the Browns are 3-1. and one, The Cardinals are the only undefeated team left. The Bengals are maybe better than team people were giving them credit for. So it's just been a tough start to the year, and, I mean, Detroit, this Detroit game's absolutely must win. I mean, I think that goes without saying. And I don't want to ramble on too long, but if you beat Detroit, you have to beat Detroit. 
I think Carolina is a little overblown, but um, they made a big can, move today. Yeah, I mean, he can, well, he won't be playing against us, to be fair. So put that aside. I mean, that doesn't want to impact us because he can't come off the. He can't come off until after week six. He's on the pup list, the puppy yeah. list. Um, so you have to beat Detroit. They suck. And if you could beat Detroit, and then you go and you know steal one from Carolina, you're three and three going into the bye. Who knows? But you know. It does seem like, for whatever reason, maybe it's injuries, maybe it's the stress of contract year for Zimmer. Like it, the margin of error is absolutely razor thin. Oh, I, yeah. More it's, than other years. I mean, it feels it feels like other years. It's like we'd win by twenty or lose by twenty. Yeah, there's a couple of heartbreakers in the middle. Well, but, but the crazy thing is, if there was ever a year where there's so much parity, where if we put together any sort of season, it would have been this year. I mean, the Rams. That's my exact point. Is there but, so much parity? The margin for error is tiny. No, I'm with you. you can't I'm rely saying. on beating up a. No, they're team. done. They're finished. But if they would, if they would have ever just taken care of business, I mean, the Rams. Everyone assumed they're going to the Super Bowl. They got just destroyed by Arizona. We should have beat Arizona, so Who's we know the only what, undefeated team left. In it, by yeah. the way, like yeah. it's and we were a chip shot field goal away from winning that game. Like yep. So we know them. We know them. Uh. I don't know. I, I it's it's a it's a and you know yeah. Brady. Brady looked uh, old. I still take him in a second, but yeah. Well, I do think going to Foxborough, it pouring rain, it's tough and emotional. So I don't know. I still don't doubt no. that they're gonna do okay. But Belichick still hasn't won anything without him. Well, let's put it this way: they had zero defensive backs left by the end of that game, and the Patriots still couldn't score. So it's not like you know. No, I know. Belichick is doing, you know, almost beat Brady and did something special. Like, they should have won that game. They should have. Oh, I know. I, it's weird. I mean, I, can't, I I feel like there's normally more than one 4-0 team left. I have no stats to back that up. But it feels weird that there's only one 4-0 team left. Well, look I think no, there's only one 0-4 team. I think it's just the, just the Lions. I think well, everyone else – or the Jaguars. Yeah, they don't count, though. They're always 0-4. Um. Speaking of the Jaguars, uh, I know their owner. Their owner just uh, reprimanded reprimanded uh, Myers. Don't worry, it's okay. Apologize to the team. Can I ask you a question? Uh, what what did he do? I mean, it's what is what did he, the owner has none of the owner's business. He should probably apologize to his wife and family. How, how did he embarrass the owner? He went to a bar. He, when he talked about the – when he gave the press conference, he someone asked him, had to ask him. He didn't say it himself. Had to ask, what about your family? He's like, yeah, I've apologized to them too. Yeah, no, that's who he – that – but he didn't – I mean, he he didn't embarrass the team. He went to a bar, whatever. I mean, I, I think of all the things you have to apologize for. That's, they don't suck because he went to a bar, I can tell you that. Yeah. Those owners – are like the equipment, well, they're not, they're probably worse than the Twins owners, but that team sucks because of those owners. It's not a coincidence you're always bad. They've done nothing ever, and probably hiring him was another stupid thing, you know? Well, it's, they're just poorly run, too. I mean, you go back, right. like they drafted a running back when they had, uh, like the third place offensive player of the year at running back the year before. Like, they have a lot of things to improve on, and their management's just poorly run, like you see from the right. owner, like, why are you rep like 
let him apologize. Like, and then he, Urban Meyer apologized to the team Wednesday and everything's okay. Like, who, again, like, like you were saying, why is he apologizing to the team? He didn't, like, curse someone out and punch him. Right. <laughs> it was, like, his stuff with his family. Like, yeah, I, I don't get why the owners are so disappointed. I mean, I think he did probably, it's not a good look, but whatever. Between yeah, him and his family. Not a great look, but. Well, no, I think that goes without saying. Um, I mean, the Vikings, they beat Detroit, don't they? I think so. They have to. Well, they, they, they do quite literally have to. I, no, but is... I mean, I can't. Detroit is so bad. Can they possibly lose to the, It would be funny to see. I mean, Zimmer's I'd rather gone. they win this one against them and then, like, lose the one later in the season because other teams will take care of, oh, like, knock sure us out of here by now. Yeah, for sure they're losing on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, Detroit's bad. You have to win this one. And I, I, listen, I really don't think Carolina's that good. Like, I think we should be able to beat Carolina. I don't think they're very good. I think, honestly, I think I we are poorly coached. I, I'm more and more convinced of that every day, that we are just poorly coached. I, I think, and this may sound weird, and you, you alluded to it with, um, you alluded to it with the, uh, the blitzing thing. I think like Zimmer is coaching a little scared. Like I think he's lost a bit of his edge. And at times it feels like you kind of see it in the way he deploys his defense. He, and to his credit, he's at least aware that his secondary, the corner specifically, besides Patrick Peterson, who, I mean, thank God for that guy. If we didn't have him, we would literally give up 50 points a game. Um, aren't very good and he has Harrison Smith who's you know covering for literally physically covering for them which isn't necessarily his best role he's good at it but his when he's great is when he's able to play the run and play aggressively down in the box and he can't do that he's missing bar and he's reflecting that and, and I feel like the way he's coaching and I don't and he's like I don't know it's like it's nice to see him supporting his players don't get me wrong but like he never used to do that and it just feels like there's something different about him this year I don't know it felt like he was gonna have more edge before the season started with what he used to say about COVID and, and everything you would say about those guys and everything about the guys and that. But now it feels like, I don't know. I kind of like grumpy Zimmer who would like throw his players under the bus. I was like, get some fire going. In oh, no, night. he, I mean, you heard him last week. He has a really good team. That's what I'm saying. He never okay, twins ever owner. used to say that. Have you ever How heard you him say, say that? that when you're one and three? You would you you'd never hear him say that if they no, were ten I and three. Like, I think I, 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 something's going on. I just I well, feel he like must, it's... he must know that he's probably going to get fired, and he's just I, I, maybe he thinks we're dumb. That's kind of my point, yeah. and I feel like he's maybe lost a bit of his edge. So I don't know. You have a really good team. No, you don't. You don't have a really good team. Uh, you want to do some fantasy stuff? I want to talk about the NBA and the uh, maybe a, a Timberwolves preview slash vaccination update. <laughs> we should probably talk a little fantasy first, but yeah, that's funny. You had Sam, a couple good calls, even though you didn't listen to yourself. I know. Well, I had some good calls too. My guys Same. both scored one, scored three times. The league that I didn't start Cordell Patterson in, I tied. But uh, which is almost impossible to tie. I've done it two years in a row now in that league. Uh, but you know what? Three touchdowns and 30 yards. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't seem s- sustainable, but what do I That's know? also the same league I started DJ Shark, and uh, he f- 
went out right away. Uh, Sam, you have yeah. – I, I don't know. You know. Did I did I say the Jalen Hurts thing out loud last week, or did I just think it to myself? Right, no, you good. said it out loud. Okay. I, I, I felt like that was a solid call. Dude almost threw for 400 yards. Well, they are always going to be behind more than one. Yeah, year. especially against the Chiefs. I don't know. Jared Goff, he could be a guy this week. And that receiver that you can't pronounce his name. He's so bad, Jared Goff. Queezies? Quezies? Quintez. Quintez, see? Quintez Cephas. Yeah, everyone ran out and picked up Damian Williams and uh, P, P, P. Ryan. And they'll probably both suck. Well, do, do well, people realize Chicago doesn't run the ball? No. They refuse. Them and Philly both refuse to give the ball. Some back. guy had the audacity to offer me a trade did it the other day. And I, I didn't actually – I actually texted our Philly correspondent about it. Yeah. And then I realized I actually didn't fully comprehend who he was offering for. I read the trade wrong because um, I was popping between my leagues. He asked – he wanted to offer me Miles Sanders, who in prior years, great running back, but the Sam's point – yeah. Just had literally two carries. Sam has whatever. Them. Yeah. Sam, could could you give me a description of Miles Sanders the last two weeks? Uh, awful. And I'll put it to you this way: at week one, he had projected, I think, 19 points in a PPR league, and now he's projected nine four weeks later. Uh, yeah, two carries for 26 yards. Usually, when a running your star running back's averaging 13 yards a carry, you might want to give him the ball, but I guess not. Well, let's put it this way. He's had 37 carries on the year. They've played four games. And he offered me Miles Sanders for Antonio Brown. Yeah, who, no. Besides getting COVID one week, has been phenomenal. He just scored 11 points in the pouring rain you know, yeah. on the road when the team only scored 14. So I was like, you kidding me? I only brought it up because you said they don't, Philly doesn't run the ball. I then, I then turned around and offered him something else. And he he respectfully declined, which was fine. But I thought he I thought he was asking for somebody totally different when he first offered me the trade. So I thought about it, texted our correspondent, and then when I was like, oh, he wants AB, no, I'm gonna decline that very quickly. Yeah, I'm on the verge of, I'm probably gonna sit him this week, and it might. I just know, the week I decide to sit him, he'll finally get yeah, 15 he'll touches. Run the ball. Yeah. And so I just don't know when that week is, and I think this might be the week I sit him. But I also am in multiple leagues, so I may play around so it can hurt and help me. But now I'm just he's just in my head. That's the one player who's in my head. Everybody's got one. Yeah, everybody's got one. You know who's in my head? I've had him and I've this is I I've had him, dropped him, had him, dropped him, had him, and now I'm oh no, I dropped him and now I'm trying to pick him up again. Let's His name is Murray. No, I did have him, I dropped him, I kept him dropped. Van Johnson from uh Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Yeah, I wanted so, to bring him up. What happened? Like Robert Woods is been one what of happened consistent receivers right. the past four years, and now Van Jefferson is. Just I'm very conflicted line. about the Rams receiving core because in one league I have Cooper Cup, and in one league I have Robert Woods, and I'm like, wow, this is sweet. And then I'm like, and oh, Jefferson, I'm I know, so, over there. Last week I I get a bug up my tuchus, and I decided to to, uh, to switch break. I, I drop Jefferson. And pick up Braden Braylon Edwards for the Raiders. I don't think it's Braylon Edwards. Braylon Edwards does not play anymore. All right, so this Edwards dude for the Raiders who was on fire. I need twenty points between him and Eckler to uh, to win. And Eckler, thank God, got that last touchdown to got me twenty three himself. The other guy, I don't think everything got off the bus. 
<laughs> so now I'm getting rid of him again and getting Jefferson back. And I can keep doing this because no one in this league, we have to like pay. We, we, it's an auction to get players. And no one even knows these guys exist. So I just keep doing it for zero. Like I bid zero and I just get them. So I'm basically picking them up and dropping them for free. But yeah, Jefferson, uh, I might have to keep him the rest of the year now. All right, who's your who's your must sit must start if you have one, and not and not most start most must start. Um, unless most start is your must start, but that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Cause it's well, hard. and yeah, I had him too. Um, you Sam, you go. Uh, I'm gonna go must start. Pretty much the only guy in this offense who's doing consistently a lot, Deontay Johnson. Uh. Yeah, I mean, he he's got over 10 every, targets in every game he's played. What did you say, Dad? They throw him the ball. He's the only one they throw the ball to. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't run the ball to Nigeria Harris. Big Ben's horrible. The problem is Big Ben might get benched midway through the game. So that's... <laughs> yeah, then you don't know what's going to happen. Then Whenever they bring in the backups, yeah. they throw to the weirdest guys. They, like, find such weird guys to throw the ball to. Okay, I've got um, two must-sits, Okay. Uh, yeah. you you must sit um Lactavia Chenault from uh from um the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's Lavishka, but that's fine. Isn't that pretty close? Sure. You need to you need to drop or sit him for sure and Cordello Patterson because I'm starting both of them and just picked them both <laughs> up. You need to sit both of those guys for sure. And the must start is AJ Green because I didn't get him on my waivers. AJ Green, I don't, I can't understand. I don't get AJ Green. He looks so slow. I think he is so slow. And somehow the last few weeks he just keeps doing it. So it's like mine. the zombie corpse of AJ Green of years past is somehow doing it. I'll still. give you another must start since Dad gave you two must sits. Uh, Sam Darnold. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they don't. We play them next week. I thought those. He's actually teams. been a very good fantasy Shot. quarterback. He's thrown for almost 300 yards every game. Yeah. And he either runs a touchdown in or throws for a couple every game. He'll and he's guaranteed to get you two interceptions, but usually the rushing yards will cancel that out. <laughs> cancel that, that out. They do. That, they do play Philly this week, so. He must be a decent coach too. I hate that he's a decent coach. Here's my must start. He's not likable. Yeah. Here's uh here's my must start from the uh from my backyard. Um. Former NFC North receiver Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he's they a must start. Must start. He's okay. actually been quietly very good. They play the Cowboys. They're going to throw a lot. Their Cowboys are good. And Trayvon Diggs might have a lot of interceptions, but they're not exactly a stalwart defense. They've let up 29, 17, 21, and 28. So right. they might pick it off a lot by them. That, that's why I'm not telling you to start you know, Daniel Jones. So I, I think Kenny Galladay... Former Lion now in the Giants. He got to start. And must sit. I'm looking at the games this week. I haven't looked at them, really. Delvin Cook. Yeah, God. he Can he make it through a game for once? Jesus. And the other guy's good, and we don't use him yeah. now. Yeah, well, neither of them were good in the last game. No, the whole, I mean... The whole, no. the whole freaking team sucked. Honestly, must sit Odell Beckham, because... Baker Mayfield can't throw the ball. I and I think they'll, they'll run all over. I think the Bosa will be all over Baker this week. I think they'll run the ball. Even I more literally just got a trade across my desk, and it was canceled by the guy who 
proposed it within like a minute of proposing it. Well, it seems it? like he offered a trade he didn't mean to. Well, he gives me Thielen, Josh Jacobs, and Kenyon Drake, and I give him Nigel Harris. Wait, say it again? No. He offered, well, not anymore, but he offered me Thielen, Josh Jacobs, and Kenyon Drake, the two running backs for the the Vegas Raiders, and I just give him Nigel Harris. If Jacobs wasn't hurt, I may I would do it, I guess, because. Well, that's why he's giving up Jacobs and Drake. But he canceled it. I wonder if he's going to send me a new one. It it almost feels like he meant to give you one Vegas running back and accidentally sent you both. Well, you I don't, don't need one either. So you no, know, Drake doesn't even play. I'm not saying you should want either or both. My team's uh, also 0-4 in that league, so I don't even care. I'll give him a letter. <laughs> Whatever he you can want. literally have my entire team. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh is so bad. I don't know if Harris is even... I mean, they don't even get down to the goal line for him to score. He scored last week. Somehow, he did? Somewhere. Yeah, he did. He scored he last a, week. He gets he a actually, lot of receptions to make yeah. him worthy in PPR. He had a, he actually had a solid a solid game last week, all things considered. 62 yards and a touchdown on the, on the ground, and I think he had another 30 yards receiving. And if you're in PPR, Sam's right. He only gets like 20, 30 yards receiving, but it feels like he's got like six catches every game. But he never scores, but last week he actually did. But Big Ben is... Is he done? I mean, he's done, right? He like, has to be done. Yeah, I mean, done. How can you? How can you continue? I mean, I don't honestly. I I think I can throw as far as he can. You know who their backup is, right? But uh, that's the problem. The backup's even worse, probably. Well, they have Mason Rudolph, who they have. Yeah, but they got the. You know who else they Ohio, have? Yeah, Ohio State guy. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Didn't Mason Rudolph beat up a guy last time he played? No, he's the guy that. What's or God feed up? Yeah, he's the guy that um is a Miles Garrett hit with the helmet. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah For that some was, reason, that know. was him. Yeah, he's yeah he's the guy that was in the fight with. Yeah, that's the, he's the guy Miles Garrett hit with his helmet. He's not very bright. Which one? Why well, probably either one. Okay. Uh, so is there a reason ESPN has Chubba Hubbard projected one point zero point? That has is, to be a glitch. Is what's his name back? I think it's just a glitch. Ah, uh, he's questionable. They don't even have him listed as questionable. Who? ESPN. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. I don't I think, even know. Carry I on. Think, I, I, ha, I have McCaffrey, and he's questionable, and I think they actually have what's, him. What's his nickname? CMC? Run yeah. CMC, yeah. I think no, he's I, bad. I think he's questionable and projected to score points according to ESPN. So they must think he's playing. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Because I was looking at my lineup today and I have him in one league and it. I didn't put him in yet because I was like waiting, but it, it, they they think he's gonna play. So. So the NBA. We got one guy who got a shot. Oh, I love the way uh, the Wiggins stuff. It's so good. And he's and he's he's pissed. He basically said, we'll see if I die in 10 years. Isn't that sort of what he said? Um, kind of. I'm trying to see if I can find the quote. He wasn't happy about it. I know that. He definitely was not happy about it. I mean, you're in Brooklyn, basically. What are they going to do? So yeah, how do you... I, I am far from Brooklyn now. I I, well, you're closer than I am. That's true. Well, not for long. 
Speaking yeah. of speaking of, I saw this on Twitter and then I ended up watching it. And this is off the top topic, sort of. But The Rock returned. I want to say it was 2014, maybe. The Rock returned to SmackDown or Raw or whatever, and it was from Brooklyn. And uh, uh, Rusev was in the ring with Lana. I highly recommend you guys go watch it because he, especially if you know New York at all, because he returned at Brooklyn. The place went nuts. But then he he told he called basically said how he got to the Barclays Center through all the boroughs and the place was going crazy. You know, only as The Rock can do. It was actually really cool. He goes, I took, and then he wouldn't say Brooklyn till the end, of course, because he was going to say, finally, I made it, you know, whatever. But I recommend it since you're I found the the Wiggins quote, if you'd like me to read you. Yes, I would. Quote, I felt like the only options were to get vaccinated or not play in the NBA. Yeah. It was a tough decision. Hopefully in 10 years it works out and I'm still healthy. Yeah. It's not, oh, I'm not done. It's not something I wanted to do. I was kind of forced into it. I guess to do certain stuff and to work, you don't own your body. Hopefully there's people who are, this is my favorite part. Hopefully there's people who are stronger than me and keep fighting for what they believe in. I had a bad reaction a few years ago to Tylenol. And since then, I haven't wanted to take anything. I get that. Let, Let stuff heal naturally. In this case, I had COVID and it wasn't that bad. I didn't want to take the chance. I don't know if it causes cancer or anything like that. No one in my family is vaccinated. It's not really something we believe in. Um, I don't know how he managed. He does to... believe in $40 million, though, a year. Well, that's another tweet I saw was, like, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins did his research with a calculator. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, mean, I get what uh, he's saying. Two, yeah, no, I, I do, too. My two favorite parts were, though, I hope someone stronger than me stands up for what they believe in, because that's, like, the most Andrew Wiggins thing I've ever heard of. Like, just didn't really care enough to fight, so he just gave in. Like, yeah. Well, Bradley Beal had a long press conference about it, too. Yeah, and then I think the other one was when he he somehow managed to slip cancer into it. And I don't like, I don't know where that that came out of nowhere. Well, no one in ten years, no one will care about him in the NBA anyway. So no, I listen. I stand by everything he said, but life's about choices. If you want to play him, he doesn't go get a different job. Then that's fine. Or ask him to trade you. I mean, no, the Kyrie Irving thing. I mean, oh my he, god. I, I, he there's if the I mean what are the Nets gonna let him do? Because guess what? Sooner or later, more arenas are gonna have that same thing. Yeah. How? By the way, how does he go eat in New York? Does he just well, stay in? I'm sure he has a enough not, money. He can not allowed things. in a restaurant. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure he's okay staying, and I'm sure his penthouse apartment is quite nice. And just for the record, don't think I didn't forget Dancing with the Stars. The Miz was incredible. I highly recommend you going to it watch was it. It was Britney Night, wasn't it? It was Britney Night, and of course, my arch enemy JoJo whatever her name is was not very good but of course she got high scores and of and of course what song i mean they gave her a great song although the miz did dance to oops i did it again it was pretty funny i think do you think uh, can i go back to the nba and vaccinations for a minute yeah i tried to get off of it i i think it's great for the nba and i think that i know that's probably a hot take the nba lost a lot of viewers and i think what is distracting from the other yeah and i think i think they're gonna get a lot of new golden state and brooklyn fans from viewers they previously well the thing is 
It's nothing the NBA's doing. It's that they just won't let them in the arena. I understand. That's yeah. the beauty of it. The NBA didn't even have to do anything. They're just going to – all these people that left because of this, that, whatever other issue that they disagreed with the NBA speaking out about or not speaking out about, they're coming – they'll come you running see, back. Uh, you see Kevin Durant's tweet? They asked him about Kyrie, and he said, well, I guess I'm naive. I just think he'll be here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you are naive because he's are, not getting the shot. He's made it very clear. I don't think he likes basketball enough to get the shot, to be honest with you. Oh, I think Wiggins knows he asked to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. So – the Timberwolves had their first game yesterday, preseason. They, they won. They look th- pretty good, actually. Well, not that it matters, but Ben Simmons isn't coming. We can we we know that it's very he clear. Going? He's not coming. So I'm I, I just I would like it to just kind of end at some point. It's like one of those things where now I'm tired of it dragging on. Well, they should probably let him sit out. What do you Save- mean? Oh, for the season? Yeah, let Philly call his bluff and let him sit up. Yeah. I'm at the point where I would just like I, – I, I don't even care if we, we get him or not. Like, I would just like him to – I'd like this whole Ben Simmons thing to be over. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting if we got him. Should but they, I, maybe, maybe Brooklyn should trade for him and trade Kyrie because then Kyrie can actually play in most of his games. And, ben, yeah, and, like, then, and then that way Brooklyn week, has He doesn't play in six friendly games anyways. I know. They might not have a choice. Good point. That might be the only team that could take them. Yeah. That look at that's two guys that wouldn't have played and now they're playing. I, I think it's genius. I think I'm onto something. Yeah, no, you could be. I'll I'm take Kyrie. I'm going Sam, I'll be at the Syracuse football game on Saturday. I'll, assuming I can get tickets. I've had a few stuff. Pu- well, we got them twice. And I've been, spent four hours on the phone with StubHub trying to resolve the issue. Uh, we had a bad seller. What's the chance you'd order tickets twice and it happens to be the same seller both times? Wait, so you, you, your seller didn't give you the tickets? The, nope. So I called back, had to wait an hour and a half on hold. They gave us a credit. We bought new tickets. Not quite as good, but bought new tickets. Same thing happened on hold. for. I was on the phone with them for two between hold and talking to them. Two hours and 40 minutes. They finally just had to get a refund. So now when I get off the phone, we got to buy four more on Ticketmaster. We're not using StubHub in case this guy owns half the arena. Do they not have any on the website? Uh, they use Ticketmaster. Actually, surprisingly, a lot of tickets sold, which... Well, it's Parents Weekend. It's Parents Weekend, yeah. Syracuse had a pretty heartbreaking loss over the weekend. I know. They almost pulled Florida State. Clemson's next weekend. Florida State has a sickle game until now. That was yeah. Florida State's first win. Now they play. Did you know Wake Forest top twenty-five? I know they they beat someone decent. I think last week. I want to say it must be half decent. Yeah. No. We'll be so we'll be at the game, and then Sam. I don't want to make you jealous, but we'll be doing trivia nights Friday night. I called mom earlier. Yeah, she, she didn't mention that. I I didn't want to bring it up because I thought maybe we were not doing it. Anymore. She's the one that wanted to do. It. She's sick. She's got a cold or COVID. Or I. You cold, know. I'm not or saying. COVID cold. I'm not cold saying still that. exists. My entire house had a cold and I we know. all tested negative. I just got over it. So I'm not saying the 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 sometimes forgotten member of the A2A family. Ha- I'm not saying he has better things to do because I have no clue if he does. But I'm not sure we want to rob him of a Saturday night to do family trivia. And well, parenting. hold on. He was doing a swimming social on this last Saturday. Yeah. And by the way, it's a Friday night. Well, either way, his point still stands. But we don't need him. 
That's we're gonna en- we'll enter anyway. The four of us are going to go? I don't know anything. It's, it's teams of six. Oh, you just, you're afraid you're going to choke. That's why. No, I, I'm not afraid at all. I think we're going to win. Well, if you want to know I, if we won. I have no doubt if we were that we're going to win. Well, you're going to have to tune in next week to another edition of Apples to Apples to find out, one, if Drew shows up for trivia night, and B, if he does, if we win. We'll be back next week, everyone. Now stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor's Game.